Welcome back to Shore Sports Talk, sponsored by Shoreline Wealth Management here on 94.3 The Point. I am Vin Abenu, and with me is an old buddy and old friend, Nico Sturdy, in charge of S3 Sturdy Sports School, and uh, also started launching elite 7-on-7 competitions, tournaments, and everything um, just over the last month. And Tom Zuber, he's got another one coming up in June in Jackson, and more in the works as well, but... uh, before we look into the future and the past, Nico, thanks for coming back on in. My man, Vin. <laughs> I appreciate you always. It's always a pleasure coming in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let's uh, let's talk high school sports. Sounds good. I mean that. Uh, so two two day seven on seven. Um, I think it was Tums. It was Tums over Tinton Falls. So we hosted our our first tournament at Capelli Sports Complex in Tinton Falls. That's it. The company's called Elite 7v7, and we're a prospect league. We're a high school prospect league. Um, We are in the process of developing a youth league as well associated with it and potentially youth camps and all these different avenues to to connect with football players. But this particular 7v7 league is really designed to be the number one most simulated football version of 7v7 mm. nationwide wow so you know i study a lot of it i see it you know it's not really huge in the in the northeast um let alone the northern states across the 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 nation um but then when you when you go south and you go to florida and you go to bama and you go to georgia um even a little as south as the carolinas you know okay yeah. like it it is huge california texas it is huge you know you have to remember up here in new jersey we have we get everything of each season yeah you know so (laughs) we get it all um and and with that comes adaptability and and kids play different sports up here baseball wrestling Mm. right yeah basketball my basketball is played probably from the southern state too, but a lot of these football-driven players in the southern states, their off-season program, they're playing 7v7. Wow. They're playing 7v7 in winter. So in year-round football. Year-round. <laughs> so when they step on the field in June, July, August, they're, they've played like three or four seasons more. Wow. But, and while that kid's mechanics have been playing baseball. So now you sit there and you look at scholarships nationwide. Well, first and foremost, 2% of high school football players, a little bit less than 2%, receive scholarship, yeah, it's Division hard. One scholarship. Yeah. So if that's the case, where are they coming from? You know, and, right. and I'm certain that majority are from those states. Now, I'm not saying 7v7s is why. I'm right. just simply s- s- proving and showing that with more play of the game, with more, you know, more reps, you know, more competition, you know, more exposure, you're just increasing your stock, you know. And, and with my sports performance business, all I've been working on is developing athletes to be prepared as, as people, um, to be prepared in their sport to perform, to feel confident, and to be healthy long-term. That's like my mission with S3. 
Elite 77 has, has a counter mission to it. Um, and that mission is to, is to drive change into the football world, mm. you know, um, creating a league, you know, with our own rules, with our own field dimensions, with our own association, you know, we have a foundation we're developing in honor of my friend Todd Walker who passed away um, in college. It's called the WWTD Foundation. Okay. And through that foundation, which means what would Todd do? Right, right. And there's a field goal post, you know, there's a seven in the foundation in the, in the graphic nice. as the T. So, so, you know, the purpose of that foundation essentially is going to be, you know, sponsoring our events along with many other people, um, hosting free events for kids, like practices okay. leading up to the events, sure. raising money. Um, but, but also with that money, we'll be able to provide scholarship money to our MVPs, to our, you know, the people we choose at our, at our tournaments, you know, there's a Todd Walker MVP and it's not given to the most talented player. It's mm -hmm. given to the most valuable player. And that, that has a code of conduct of character and moral principle of someone we see as a kid who they may not have a full scholarship. They may not be a Division One football player in terms of a full scholarship kid, but they deserve scholarship money to go to a school and prove that they can. Sure. Because they have that walk-on prospect potential, and that's who that scholarship's intended for, and all that money in time. So, What happens at a typical uh, Elite 7v7 to uh, tournament and game? You know, you mentioned some of the dimensions in, yeah. the, in the field. Um, but how does it all set up? Like what is the, when, you know, whistles blow and everything, how mm -hmm. does the, what happens on the field? Um, is it drills? Is it straight game? Is it, you yeah, know, how so does it all take place? We, we are focused on showcasing you as an individual football player. Okay. So it's a prospect league and, and when you sign up, you're going to be given that platform. Mm. So when you show up, it's, it's. You know, you, you check in, very smooth transition. You know, you get your, your uniforms and, and you, you stretch, you warm up. There'll be a clock ticking of how much time until warm up. There's about the 10 to 12 minute, if that, dynamic warm up where I get the kids moving fast. Because <laughs> before we even get to the dynamic, they're already running routes. Wow. So this isn't about football drills, you know, and those kinds of things. It's not a camp. What okay. it is is my staff are people I trust as football-minded individuals sure. who played at the next level or at a high level, and they're on the field with me. Nice. They're managing the game. We play one game at a time on a big field. Okay. A lot of seven-on-seven seven split the field. Yeah, yeah. So we are very big on giving the athletes and giving the colleges and high school coaches the eyes and the the chance to watch these kids play on a big field, running around, throwing the deep ball. You know, when you're on a small 45 yard by 25 yard field, that safety could kind of play on his heels a little more. You know, he doesn't mm. have to be on his toes as much because he yeah, can track down sense. the ball, especially if he's 6'3. Right. You know, so the quarterback <laughs> can't really show his arm off. You know, speed can't really be shown on a deep ball because you're short. Yeah. You make one nice catch up for 20 yards, you're already in scoring position. Yeah. So it's like, it's really like <laughs> backyard football. And, and they use a chair as the center. There's no chair. 
for us. We use a center who snaps it. Okay. And the center is an eligible receiver, just like a check down running back. Um, there's no blocking. There's no intended blocking. You can't peel back. You can't stay in and block. Like if you just happen to cross by somebody and you accidentally bump each other, like we're, we're real lenient, but we are not big on blocking, no tackling. Let's learn how to get better. Let's okay. compete. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we go from the dynamic right to 1v1 competitions for 20 straight minutes with, with the criteria we had in our first tournament. Wow. So now all the kids there, 64 kids, all from different teams, all from different short conference teams, all, all over the state, quarterbacks, receivers, DBs, linebackers, running backs, you know, they're lining up against each other and rolling. So that's when I split the field and let the quarterbacks each go into the end zone. Okay. I'll, I'll do that for 1v1s, use 50 <laughs> yards, why not? Sure. Now each kid, right, there's six kids up at a clip because you got a, a receiver, a DB, a receiver, a DB, and a quarterback. So that's three mm. and three. It's six kids a clip. Yeah. So we're rolling for 20 minutes. Kids are getting reps, you know, and now they have the ability to showcase themselves if they're not on the winning team, if they're not, you know, fully successful in the tournament. Now they have content and they have – a, the chance to look at who's on, you know, who's there and go pick out the three-star kid, go pick out the best kid, go call him out and 1v1s. Now now you have content and proof that you could play mm. at that level. So then from there, we transition right into tournament play. Okay. You know, and while all this is going down, all my coaches are on the field coaching kids up on the side, pulling them to the side. Like it's real like division one college practice driven. Learn how wow. to practice. One hand touch. We're not tackling. You know, I these kids want to break down and cut and doing that, this and that. That's cool. But, like, catch it and just get as much as you can next play. You know, get the snap. Like, learn how to get fire. better. Let's get through this weekend healthy. And now you have content and, and proof that you can play football if you're doing it. Now, a 40 can hurt you or help you. Hmm. I don't really want to go into the specifics of that All because right. I ran a four four five at Rutgers <laughs> and I didn't get a scholarship, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know it's, what a forty really matters. It's a good point. You know, um, and I ran the fastest forty out of one hundred and twenty seniors. Wow, my last twenty was one point nine eight laser, <laughs> and Rutgers didn't put it on their website. My that's, results. That's a shame. Well, it doesn't matter what ended up happening. I winded up playing in an all, all-star game in their stadium, and I got MVP of that game anyway. Mm. You know, so I get the last laugh. There you go. You know, and I ended up at UNH. I'm a wildcat, so. <laughs> you were fast. Well, I'm a wildcat. <laughs> Real fast. I'm UNH Wildcats. Like, I, I bleed blue for the rest of my life. There you, you go. Know, Raiders, Wildcats. And I was a pop in pop Warner, you know, the Angels, but that that's gone now. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's this seven v seven league is bringing it all together. You got kids from youth level all the way up getting prepared for the high school level. But up here, where's that off season? In at least in the shore, where's that off season league? It yeah, doesn't exist, right. and that's us. And there's many things coming. You know, okay, I'm taking a internship business uh, trip. To Austin, Texas, this month. Nice. And I applied to be an intern at the number one quarterback camp for high school football players in the nation. Wow. It's called Elite 11. Okay. Trent Dilfer, all those guys. Run. Really? I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. The top 11 quarterbacks from the nation get selected every year from this company. They wow. Hold, they host regional camps all across the nation. This is 20, 25 years of doing this. Interesting. Burrow. Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, 
C.J. Stroud, <laughs> wow. Anthony Richardson. Uh, <laughs> Those are big names. <laughs> they're all. They were all elite eleven quarterbacks in high school. Interesting. Joe Burrow. You know, like it, it's a thing. Yeah. What they're looking for is the guys who are going to be the guys in the NFL. You know. So I applied to go work at their camp as okay. an intern. I want to learn more. Sure. You know, I played at a high level. Yeah. I worked a lot of camps. I I I've been to a lot of camps. I see the structure. Our tournament was smooth sailing. It was great. And like I said, we use a bigger field. You know, but I applied for this internship because one, networking. Two, I want to I want to be around high level athletes. Like that's just well, that's just sure. what it is. Yeah. You know, so I got the the position to go apply. I, I mean, to intern. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of good things are going to come from that. You know, I'm Absolutely. excited for this company because it's just going to broaden the scope of what we're doing, and and the showcasing and the platform we're creating for seven v seven football in the Northeast. That's my vision right now. It's awesome. Now there's seven v seven teams, mm. and there's minor organizations, but there's no prospect leagues. Yeah, we're focused on prospect potential. That's it. And then uh, through these um, tournaments, there's cameras on, and then what the high school athletes can for any coaches who are whoever it, who isn't at the physically at the tournament, they'd be able to just say, "Hey, here's my best of. Here's what I'm capable of," and then just kind of send it out. Well, there's certain months where the colleges can attend. You know, so the, yeah, the, yeah. This month in June, we'll be able to invite colleges. So at the events themselves, colleges can can be there watching you. Nice. That, that's okay. a bonus. Um, our network in our platform, in our website, Elite7B7Football.com, we are creating a prospect profile for kids. So so now each individual who comes through our, our tournaments and, you know, they get an uploaded profile onto our platform. And now our platform becomes a eventually an NCAA scouting service certified mm. company. Okay. And now colleges can go onto our website and, and we're going to have our own rating. We mm. were developing an E7 podcast as well. Nice. So, so through the podcast, the kids will also be on a platform to, to you know, talk about themselves. Sure. The MVP um, of our last tournament. He's our first episode. You know, we had 64 kids. We already have our first year of episodes booked. <laughs> You know, that's the goal. That's great. And and we want to really just become the number one, like, high school prospect league. And like I said, we're, we're focused on the eighth grade into junior year demographic. Okay. So the eighth grade into ninth grade, junior year into senior year demographic right now. Makes but sense. But then we are going to create a sixth into seventh and seventh into eighth grade league. Wow. You know. So then those kids, when they're competing at that level, at that age. They get a taste of it, yeah. They, well, not even that. They're, they're, their name gets funneled into the pool of recruiting. That's true. In seventh and eighth grade, because if you don't have an FBS scholarship, one, one FBS scholarship going into your junior year or like during your junior year or after your junior year, like mm-hmm. the summer going in. Yeah. You're an FCS person. You're going to get, or a low FBS school. They're uh, already on to the eighth graders. They're, they're, they're not looking at seniors, you know? Mm, that's no. Unless you're like a freak of nature out of nowhere <laughs> who just shows up out of nowhere. I one mean, year. you never know. It's of possible. Course, but <laughs> I've I seen how, you know, recruiting works. And, you know, if, if you have smaller FBS schools going into your senior year, that's what it's going to be. 
you know okay the power five yeah. power five is pa- looking a little bit younger they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're settled. offering freshmen and sophomores yeah because their frames and athleticism are insane young and they think about how many schools are going after arch manning <laughs> <laughs> exactly and he has an nil evaluation of like nine million dollars so now you're not just getting kids you're getting business you yeah. know you're getting people who who are worth a lot of money to come play college football and, and it's like a, hey here's who we have coming to our school yeah and it's, people are like oh wow okay you see like top recruits across the country so and so was the number whatever ranked and or we've got x amount in the top 100 or top 300 um, it's yeah, part of the business, but part of the plan. Like, hey, here's who we have playing on our team. Yeah, well, I mean, put it this way. Someone like Elite 11, that QB camp, I'm, I'm pretty certain like 24 of the 27, no, 27 of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL were Elite 11 quarterbacks in high school. Oh, wow. 27 of the 32. 61 of the 64 starting quarterbacks in the FBS were Elite 11. Like, the the stats that I was reading into it's are big. just preposterous. And, like, that's what I want our league to become. Kids who are coming through our league are, are successful at the next level. Certainly with the amount of talent that comes out of New Jersey, too. And we're nationwide. We're looking to travel. Mm. We're looking to host tournaments in okay. multiple states. Oh, yeah. Wow. We got to go to the football players. That's true. You know, I want to be in Hawaii. There you go. Seriously. I, I really want to host a tournament in Hawaii because those kids love football out there. They're the number one demographic of NFL football players come from huh. Hawaii. Interesting. Samoans. Yeah. Wow. So those kids, you know, I mean, New England is a, also a great area to, mm. to, yeah, to go to because they don't get much exposure. Mm. It's all about exposure. That's my whole vision because I was a zero star kid. <laughs> <laughs> zero stars on rivals zero you know and and you know i winded up being a three-year all-conference running back in the cia yeah so they got that one wrong right you know? <laughs> so that's that's certainly did. the potential that's what this sh- platform's for it's for that kid to to get his name known and then through our system now we're going to give you stars we're going to evaluate you but it's not going to be structured on just your height and your weight and your 40. You know, yeah. it's going to be structured on the way you compete at the 7v7 tournaments. Your yeah. grit as a football player. That's the way it should, yeah. Yeah, because it, it's a big evaluation. <laughs> that's, that's what matters. Now, you're not tackling, you're not in pads. Like, it doesn't fully give you, it, it's tougher a running back, mm. you know, to kind of showcase their skills. But what a running back can do is focus on their pass game routes. Yeah. Just do your routes from the backfield or or move up in motion and, and, and now do some things you would do for your high school. And now you can actually focus on your secondary position, if mm. that's the case. You play defense, oh good. Now really get better at it. Sharpen your, your talent, your, your skills, you know, your tools. You're not tackling, you can't be violent. So sure, there's certain components you have to like take out, but you can hone in on other tools to get better. And that's what I was trying to tell these kids because they're complaining all the time. <laughs> Had a lot of kids complaining. <laughs> and then all I'd do is look at them big, wait a second. You guys lost yesterday, and you only got six points today. Is it us and the refs, or you guys just can't make a play? And they're like, fair yeah. point. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm like, yeah. I, I saw you drop a pass. I saw you miss a throw. I saw you get beat deep. But you want to come up to me and complain about a two point <laughs> conversion that they blitzed on? Come on, man. Like that, and that's what I. That's what we introduce to these kids is mm. the highest level of coaching. We're not going to sit there 
and sugarcoat it for you to feel better. No. Yeah. However, be we real. are going to be constructive and positive in our feedback with kids, you know, but it's going to be raw as it should be. Uh, no, yeah, agree. Because at the highest, yeah. the highest levels, Absolutely. dude, they are not your friends. <laughs> coaches are not your friends. And if you become friends with the coaches, that's not good. Mm. You don't want to be the coach's friends. That's it. You don't really want to be nobody's friend on the football field. Be a top competitor. You want to show show what you're capable of doing. Right. And then do it every single play until the last day you could play. And then once you look back, it'll all be worth it. But if you don't do that, you're living a lie. You're cheating the gift. You know? Yeah. And, and that's that's something I'm big on. You know, don't cheat the gift. Don't take it for granted. It's it's not promised to you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's for sure. And football is much greater than just you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a team sport. And I I argue a lot on this. I I believe it's the number one team sport in the world, global. Mm. You know, there's yeah. no other sport in the world where eleven on eleven men from three sides, so thirty three players total, mm-hmm. thirty three positions total. All different dimensions of human beings. Six, seven, three, fifty, five, six, one, seventy, four threes, four nines at four hundred and fifty. Whatever it is, yeah. There's no other sport with those human beings on the same playing field competing. That's a good point. And yeah. and with For the, sure. and the structure of offense and defense, it is mo. It is the most chess game oriented sport, and I love chess. <laughs> I love chess, you know. So, because every everything, every move you make, there's a there's a counter, you know. That's true. So you have to yeah. be very. You yeah. have to contemplate, and you have to be very analytical before you make certain moves in sports. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, by the end of the game, it burns you. Right? Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go for two. <laughs> Let's do this, or maybe punt it. Put them in a position. Play the field. Put your defense. I got confidence. Our guys are playing hard. You know. Yeah. Now this sways the game. The board, mm. you know, so chess is football and chess, I think, go hand it's in fun hand. fun strategy. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing better. Would you recommend to some the, the, I guess, the high school or even the junior high school, uh, junior high, middle school kids, whatever, that are going to these camps to play? Like, if they know football is their best sport, they want to go all in to just focus in on playing football and working on that year-round, or do you think there's – some benefits to playing other sports like basketball or baseball? So that's a, that's a great question, especially in the position I'm in. Yeah. I'm a coach, sports performance guy. Mm-hmm. I run a football company. I played every sport growing up. I did make a decision in high school, and I focused on one sport. Now, years later, many experiences had, you know, communicating with college coaches when I played and just seeing how they recruit and the stories you hear, that is not a deciding factor of you getting a scholarship or not. Mm. You choosing one sport. Because a lot of schools and a lot of coaches really do like to see a multi-sport athlete. They like to see that. And, and, and they can actually potentially offer you a scholarship just because the way you play another sport. Because they went and watched you. And they liked the way you, your leadership was the way you took over a game in basketball mm. and you're a football player. I've I've heard stories of kids getting scholarships because they were recognized from other sports. Oh, wow. You know? So it's not a negative thing to to play every sport. Now, sure. a, as a human being. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
well, guess what? Play every sport until the last drop because after high school, nobody cares and nothing really matters in sports anymore. It's all mm. adult leagues and volunteer semi-pro leagues. It's not real f- competition anymore. Right. The real competition is varsity sports and yeah. then obviously intercollegiate and then mm-hmm. professional. After that, it's all amateurism. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't consider college sports amateurism, you know. Mm. And high school sports too, sometimes it's not really amateurism anymore because these kids are getting about getting evaluated at 8 million dollars. <laughs> with NIL deals. So really, right. varsity f- football is becoming a business for these kids. And I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, they it, it, at 15, 16 years old, I was working in restaurants. So if you're telling me at 15, 16 years old, I could have got paid because I was scoring touchdowns and because of my name and my image and likeness, I could have mm-hmm. gotten a deal with a restaurant and I could have gotten a deal with a, a car dealership maybe. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Because you're not promised tomorrow. Why not? Yeah. Learn business now. It's the it's what makes America so great. It's the number one country in the world because of that. People leave countries to come here to start businesses, yeah. to go back to their countries. Okay? So what does that tell you? Yeah. Don't snooze out here. You know, take advantage of your resources. Go read a book. You know, go to the library. Go ask sure. questions. Go Absolutely. downtown. Go ask the council, uh, the municipal courts. Go ask questions. They'll help you. You know, they'll help you structure a business too at the at the local colleges if you if you find a way. Right. But don't sit here and tell me like it anything's impossible. Cause to me everything is possible. As long as you, you know, put your feet in the soil and dig deep, whatever it is, if you just keep treading that path, it it it's bound to you. <laughs> it's destined. You just have to, you know, make sure you're doing your part. Between these elite seven v sevens, and even what, with what you do with S three, I mean, how how important is it, or what do you say to some of the athletes that are coming in in terms of the intangibles? With like, hey, you you've been blessed with a great skill, so you could do great things on a football field. It's a great question. But here's here's how you how you balance that with um, the emotions, the mental health. You know, being a being a leader, being a good teammate, being uh, you know just the best you can be, and knowing how to strategize and do so much more than the physical ability with what you could do on a field. Well, at the end of the day, life itself is going to teach in each individual what mm. they need to learn. So you have to have a faith and a, and a trust system as a coach that these individuals are already doing the right thing. Now, I'm not saying that's what I expect, right? but I, I try to give each kid the benefit of the doubt. I don't try to assume right away that this generation's this and this generation's that. Yeah, that's fair. Now, when I when I get the chance to work with kids and get to know them a little bit, you know, and then I, I work with some individuals who are super talented and maybe their attitudes are different. It's challenging as a coach because I was very talented as a player and I was as respectful as I believe I could have been to, to my peers and to my coaches and, and always trying to do the right thing as best as you possibly can. Mm. So... In this generation, sometimes some kids, they, it's become very individualized. Not saying that didn't exist in our days and in times past, right. but it's, yeah. it's, on a, it's on a magnified, amp, amplified version today. Every kid's got the potential to have 2,000 to 10,000 people following their name, their image, and their likeness through right. social media. Yeah. 
So that's going to boost somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and make them feel like who they are if they're not grounded. You know, I could just give you an example. Uh, working at that, that last tournament, I had an individual there who's super talented, super talented, <laughs> super talented. And I could not wait to watch the kid compete. And, sure, and I yeah. was very glad by the end of the weekend that he came to, to, to show up and he did a great job. Nice. But had he came the first day and sh- took the first rep on 1v1s, and called out anybody, he probably would have won the MVP, hmm. you know? But because he sat out the 1v1s, because he didn't feel like doing them, mm. <laughs> I just, I, that kid can't be an MVP. No. You're, you're lowering the level of play around you by yeah. not competing. Yeah. 1v1s, right? 7v7, most valuable player award. What makes you so valuable if you're not in the competition? Exactly. <laughs> so that's difficult as a coach because my, you know, my blood starts boiling. You know, my hair starts hanging. Oh up, yeah. You know, sticking on my neck. I come from UNH, bro. I come. From, I'm a wildcat. Five years in Durham, New Hampshire. Sean McDonald. I, Ryan Cardi, Tim Cramsey. You know, Michael Frizoco. I, I can go through the list. You know. Uh, these guys, they just, they taught me the moral conduct of football and how, how to go about doing your business, you know? Yeah. Hard hats and lunch buckets. That's mm-hmm. how we broke the field. Hard hats and lunch buckets. Blue collar attitude. And, and that, was, that was everything for me because it, it, it formed me into a, a football-minded individual who, it's not that I'm one way, it's just... I know the right way. I lived it. Right. I experienced it. I did it with a select few individuals who all of us know what it took to do what we did as football players. So I try to translate that and transfer that into the kids, that level of intensity, that level of, of character, you know? Sure. Like even when I'm like, all right, bring it up. And they're walking. I'm like, why are you walking? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> because my head coach, he, dude. If you didn't, if you walked by him in the hallway and you were slouched over, he would look at you and shake his head just because you were slouched over, not walking with correct posture. Mm. You know, wow. I like you're that. getting evaluated in yeah. everything you're doing, and and it, it it's good for kids because it, it makes them feel like they have something that they they have to reciprocate. Right? Yeah. Prime talks about Live this. It. Deion Sanders most recently. Mm. I don't know if you follow his kids' YouTube channel. But I do. Right, not, not his kids. I, I do follow Dion. His son, Dion Sanders Jr., is mm. his videographer and his whole media team. There we go. So he follows his dad around all day and films his dad and uploads it on YouTube. You know? And, and, I, and then he also does reels and all other things for other platforms. Oh, but wow. His YouTube channel is really cool because you get behind-the-scenes access of Prime and what he does on a day-to-day and, like, what he's looking to put into these kids. And now I'm sitting there watching... CU's program <laughs> and I'm, I'm like an eye in the room right you know <laughs> and 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 I'm on YouTube watching it and I'm a big and fan of what Dion's doing it's amazing what he's doing he he took their numbers away he took the numbers off the jerseys mm. you know because they he didn't feel like they earned them so now they were gonna fight and claw on competitions for everyone to earn whatever number they want from the top down wow. so if you were the all-american last year and you had number three you ain't got that right now <laughs> <laughs> you got to come out of spring ball and go earn that number three. I like I, that. I love that, oh, dude. I love fan. that because he's just. It's so real. He's, he's shattering the, the 
favoritism. Right. He's shattering the friendliness. He's shattering all that. Come out here, earn it, because and compete. That, that, that's a big thing nowadays, believe it or oh, not. Oh, yeah. These kids, they have like buddy deals. Mm. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Vin. <laughs> it's, Vin, I, I, listen, if, anybody yeah, no, messed I know, with, if anyone messed with you on the practice field, I took them out, all right? So that was our buddy deal. <laughs> yeah. But these kids nowadays, if they're like the stars, they look at each other, go, we just, we just won't like hit each other hard. And they'll go, you know, and or when we're all lined up against each other, we yeah. won't go as hard as we can. Uh-huh. Like, what? <laughs> Did you ever see me? Do a buddy deal on the field in high school? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even to my little brother. No. It didn't matter who it was. You know? Uh, so that's, a, that's if I was to answer that question right. you know, the, yeah. the scope of it, it's a it's a balance game of getting to learn these kids and then also remembering the the, the principles you come from. Right. And instilling them because the old model, it, it it's gone. You know yelling at kids and telling them what to do all the time, it's gone. But if you're passionate and it frustrates you when a kid is not maximizing their potential and they can hear that in your voice and your tone, yeah, that's meaningful. Sure. You know? Absolutely. But putting a kid Absolutely. down for no reason, right? Not that there's a reason to ever put a kid down, but yeah. no, putting no, a kid no, in his you. place for a reason is a different thing. Right. You know, because that's your job. Put that kid in his place. Yeah. Because a coachable kid eventually becomes an employable kid absolutely you know nico uh before before i let you go just a quick touch on i know you got an upcoming uh 7v7 football tournament again june 3rd and 4th um and 1v1 competitions over at jackson ayf stadium in jackson so uh where do athletes go to sign up how can they get in touch with you to learn more Absolutely. So Elite7v7football.com. You can start registering. We have the opportunity for you to register just as a player. You don't have a team. And we have the opportunity for you to get registration going with your team. Um, You know, June 3rd and June 4th, we're very grateful that the Jackson AYF uh, facilities are going to give us access and and to host this first time ever tournament. Um, And they are amazing over there. They've been nothing but hands-on and proactive and and we're very you know excited for that weekend we have some big plans so get on that website you know and and get ready to showcase your skills now we have another tournament we're planning a one-day tournament at kane university Um, nice we would like july so that that is something you know to keep uh in the reminder but essentially if you're a short athlete or an athlete in the state of New Jersey, yeah. um, or even an athlete in the tri-state area, you know, and you you see us and you find us, like, now's the time. Now's the time to get involved because we're just going to get bigger. We're just going to travel more. And, um, you know, before you know it, Elite Seven's going to be leading the way in, in high school football prospect uh, development and showcasing. Yeah, I think so. From all all angles it's not just on the field stuff it's the media it's you know it's all that stuff where like we had drones at our last tournament wow so these kids have (laughs) above head angles of them catching touchdowns that's awesome and then we're making reels for them and you know we're just trying to really turn these kids you know give these kids the opportunity to like be themselves at the highest level in all things you know interviewing them podcasts you know, it's great they stuff. all got social medias and they, and they, and they, it, it, this is the world we live in. So instead of resisting it as a coach, yeah, 
I want to make it safest and the most like insightful for them. You know, yeah. Elite 11 looks at my story every time I post their, their stuff. So now if I go work for them and I get to know them and maybe they give me a long-term job in the future. Help spread the word of what you're because doing. Because they, they they're starting a new company called All 22 now. Ah. And now they're going to be opening up All 22 positions of training from NFL level people. Interesting. So I played running back. Yeah. I would love to be an All 22 running back coach. Like I'm already planting seeds for the future. That's awesome. You know, because I want to be a conduit. Right through the 7v7, through these networks, and one day hosting our all, our own All-American High School football game. There you go. That's that's going to be fun. But that'll be at, like, MetLife. We're not, I like that. We're not doing that small. <laughs> and I already got the prices for the stadium. So. <laughs> Nico, great having you in and wishing you all the best, brother. Ben, you guys, you know, always giving us a chance to have our message heard and, and everything we do. Um, you know, anybody who is tuning in, we appreciate you. And... You know, we're just getting started. There it is. Nico Steridi. Go check out the Elite 7v7 and S3. Nico's the man. And uh, go check out some of these tournaments and get involved, too. There's some great things brewing with New Jersey football and beyond. More Shore Sports Talk, sponsored by Shoreline Wealth Management on 94.3 The Point, right after this. Whether you are in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity. Shoreline's system is straightforward. They will understand your financial circumstances, identify goals, analyze current plans, and customize a path to position you to reach your goals. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.